Welcome to the Daily Standard Podcast. I'm Eric Felton. I'm going to be joined today by Michael Warren, White House correspondent of the Weekly Standard, senior writer, all-around good guy, and uh, he's going to tell us what's going on with Jeff Sessions and the president. The Daily Standard Podcast is brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. Stop spending a fortune on gimmicky shave technology you don't need. Make this smarter choice by joining the Dollar Shave Club. Daily Standard listeners can get their first month for just $5 with free shipping. Just go to dollarshaveclub.com slash weeklystandard. Michael Warren, welcome to the Daily Standard podcast. Thanks for having me, Eric. So by all accounts and by all appearances, Donald Trump has lost that love and feeling when it comes to Jeff Sessions, the attorney general. Yeah, this has been basically uh, heating up ever since March 2nd when Jeff Sessions recused himself from any Russia probe by the federal government, by the Department of Justice. Um, I think it was simmering for a couple of months there. And then uh, things started to change quite a bit when uh, Jim Comey was fired by the president. And then when a special prosecutor, Bob Mueller, was appointed by Rosenstein, who, of course, is the deputy to Jeff Sessions. And because Jeff Sessions had been had recused himself, it fell to Rod Rosenstein to do that. Um, all of this, I think the president pins on Jeff Sessions and he views it. And you can and you can know this based on what uh, Anthony Scaramucci, the incoming or brand new or whatever, whatever, however we want to call him, the communications director uh, in there. the White House. He's there. He's doing the work. Um said uh, what, he, what he said Tuesday morning, which was uh, essentially that he expected uh, the the attorney general to sort of be a goalie uh, to help protect President Trump. I don't think there's uh, uh, certainly not what the legal world views and uh, the Constitution views as the not, role. Not exactly what the good government folks put down in the pamphlets about it, how the AG should behave with regard to the president. Exactly. And, and to his credit, I think Attorney General Sessions recognized that. It, I would I would even go a step beyond that. I would say that uh, the attorney general's decision to recuse himself actually was protecting the president. I mean, I think it was his duty uh, to, as the top law enforcement officer, and his connection with the Trump campaign sessions is that, that sessions is, uh, connection that was. Uh, but it was also a, a good protection for Donald Trump, particularly if uh, the president or his campaign or his associates did nothing wrong. Uh, sort of good to let the investigation go on. Let Bob Mueller. Uh, eventually, who was doing the investigation, to let uh, Bob Mueller uh, do this sort of unimpeded by any political considerations. And instead, what's happened is the president's expected sort of a political appointee of his to um, uh, uh, to protect him, and uh, he's angry about that. And not only to protect him, but I think the most extraordinary thing to come out of this is this notion that Donald Trump is tweeting to the AG that he really ought to get busy with prosecuting Hillary Clinton about her emails and the server and all. The notion that a president would instruct his AG to prosecute a political opponent, even done in private, would be shocking enough for it to be explicit. But to me, that's this is perhaps the most shocking thing that Donald Trump has done in a litany of shocking and counter-normative things. I mean, it kind of dulls the shock then, doesn't it, right? That, that this, you know, that there are so many things he's done that, I mean, 
just go back in the, 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 the broader scheme, look in the last several days of just the fact that he's tweeting at all to communicate uh, to Jeff Sessions. Um, the fact that he's giving an interview to the New York Times in which he uh, is his first attempt really to sort of push Sessions out, force him to resign. That whole thing in and of itself is is um, is so unusual and, and really inappropriate uh, that it, it dulls the effect of what you just described, which I, I agree in any other situation with any other president, this would be outrageous. Um, it, it is outrageous, but there would be outrage sort of uh, throughout Washington. Um, it it stab- goes to 11. Exactly. <laughs> just turn it up. Um but I, I think uh, in some ways people don't even really take it seriously, uh, you know, because he's 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 demanding that his attorney general do this while also demanding that essentially that he resign or f- asking him to resign. Um, th- there's all kinds of mixed signals here. I think um, the, the, the the most bizarre part of all of this really is the fact that um, that Jeff Sessions is showing no signs of wanting to resign. Um, he's essentially calling the president's bluff and saying, all right, well, you fire me then if that's if that's what your view is, is that I shouldn't be the attorney general anymore. Will, will Trump do that? Uh, well, he doesn't show any signs of doing it. Let me ask you, what would happen if he does fire Jeff Sessions? Uh, I think... I, I think we would be one step closer, and I, I hope this does not sound overdramatic. You aren't going to say the I word. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not right. getting there. But I do think, uh, well, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to say. I do think it gets us one step closer to constitutional crisis, and I'll explain why that is. Um, and I, I, Because what happens then? He, he fires Jeff Sessions, and really we know why he's firing Jeff Sessions is because he doesn't like the fact— that this special counsel exists and that the Department of Justice didn't shut it down or, or wrap it up earlier. Okay, so then he's got to appoint another attorney general, a new attorney general. Who's he going to appoint? Uh, will that appointment, will that nomination uh, come with, uh, you know, expectations that this new attorney general would be, uh, would wind down the investigation or do whatever he could uh, to do this? Uh, if that's and- the case, how could the United States Senate confirm him, at least without, without grilling him about that. So Grilling, getting him on the record that he would not be sending Mueller ex- Exactly. I, I, I mean, everyone talks about in, in, in Washington how the Republicans aren't, aren't you know, sticking up to Donald Trump when, when he does something um, that, uh, that, they, that they ought to stick up uh, or they ought to stand up against him uh, for. Uh, this would be something I, I don't think he I don't think a nominee for attorney general could get out of the Senate at this point if if, if this is the way it works out. Um, I, and, and I think I think and I think Trump knows this because that's why he was pushing for the resignation and not to fire Jeff Sessions. I think that would have made it a little easier to. But find even a at this point, with the pressure that's been put on me, not only the president dissing Jeff Sessions, but he's got the mooch out there and right. Kellyanne Conway and. Um, Sarah Sanders. That's about everything you can do short of outright firing. That's right, which makes it um, all the more uncomfortable and awkward. And you have to wonder, what are the other cabinet members thinking? I mean, this is this is uh, this has got to be, um, you know, causing a chilling effect. And there are reports out there. I don't, I can't confirm them, but there are reports out there uh, that people like Rex Tillerson are sort of raising their raising their eyebrows at all this and thinking, well. What, Maybe this, it's get while the getting's good. Exactly. Or at least this isn't what I signed up for. So it, we can't you know, step away from this conversation, Eric, without emphasizing this point, which is that of all the people in Trump's cabinet, of all the people in his White House and around him in the, in the government right now, high-level political appointees and, and such, 
there may be nobody who better sort of uh, embodies Trump's vision on economic nationalism, on immigration, on crime. Um, the he, Jeff Sessions may be the purest Trumpist in the administration. One of his earliest supporters. Early supporter. Um, some of the president's top aides in the White House are, are literally directly from uh, Jeff Sessions' office. Rick Dearborn, uh, one of the deputy chiefs of staff, and Stephen Miller, one of the top speechwriters. This is he is representative of a big chunk of sort of the the underlying kind of broad economic nationalist conservative support for President Trump. This is there's a lesson in all of this here, and it's going to be interesting to see. Interesting to see if. Um, there really is a schism in the president's base uh, over his clear clear desire to get rid of Jeff Sessions, who many in that base view as um, you know the most you know important person in the administration besides the president himself. Michael Warren, thanks for joining us on the Daily Standard podcast. Thanks for having me. Our sponsor is the Dollar Shave Club, the smarter choice. You get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door. It's a no-brainer. You don't have to schlep to the store and try to get razors out of those little plastic safes they're always locked behind. No cheap disposable razors that give you a cheap shave. And you don't spend a fortune on 14-blade razors with magic lubrication strips or other gimmicky shave technology. It's just a great razor paired with Dr. Carver's shave butter for a smooth, gentle shave. Listeners of the Daily Standard podcast can make the smarter choice by joining Dollar Shave Club. New members get their first month of the executive razor with a tube of Dr. Carver's shave butter for only $5 with free shipping. After that, razors are just a few bucks a month. That's a $15 value for only 5 bucks. In your first month box, you get a weighty handle, a cassette of four razor cartridges, and a tube of shave butter. After your first month, replacement cartridges ship automatically at their regular price. There are no hidden fees and no commitments cancel anytime you like. For this exclusive offer, go to dollarshaveclub.com slash weeklystandard. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash weeklystandard. That's it for today's Daily Standard podcast. Be sure to tune in to our podcasts throughout the week. Just go to iTunes or Google Play for a free subscription or go to our website, weeklystandard.com. I'm Eric Felton. Thanks for listening. Your luggage shouldn't cost more than your plane ticket. Away Travels luggage is designed to be high quality and still under $300. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com standard and use the promo code STANDARD during checkout. Away Travel was started to create the perfect luggage. Their approach is simple. Design luggage to be resilient, resourceful, and fit the way you travel today. Choose from nine colors and four sizes. The sizes are pretty straightforward. There's the carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium, and the large. My favorite feature, though, is the built-in backup battery that comes in both sizes of the carry-on. It lets you charge cell phone, tablets, e-readers, or anything else that's powered by a USB cord. Away travel bags come with a lifetime warranty and also a 100-day live trial. 
If any time during that first hundred days you decide it's not for you, return the bag for a full refund, no questions asked. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com standard and use the promo code standard during checkout.